I think we should hear a bit more music. I want to hear the flirtations, nothing but a heartache from 1968. Another seminal piece of Northern Soul sentimentality. And I think the flirtation is nothing but a heart take for me. I mean, it, it exemplifies what I've already alluded to, is that melancholic quality which so much Northern Soul has. And I think you can't really understand what's going on with Northern Soul without thinking about that notion of melancholia and melancholy. I mean, Freud famously says that melancholia, melancholy is the result of a person, a sense of loss, but a loss which cannot be properly mourned or grieved for. It's very hard to get away from this sense with Northern Soul that, it, uh, indeed, there's this sense of loss as deindustrialization starts to kick in, as unemployment starts to rise, as real wages and wages as a, sh- as, of a, sh- as a share of gross national product start to decline, as the post-war settlement starts to break down. The sense that the optimism, the confidence, the sense of stability and security which characterised British culture in the post-war period and really peaked in the late 60s is slipping away, never to return again. And it, it's it's really impossible to see all that happening and say, well, that that's, that's unconnected to the fact that people become fixated on music from exactly the moment before it all started to slip away. And music which often tends to be characterised by this intense sense of longing and this sense of, this sense of loss, actually, or unrequited love. And although what you say is true about the north of England, and it's true that it's not the north of England's fault, for example, that it wasn't a particularly multicultural space, although there were there was very old black populations in places like Liverpool. It's also important to note, you know, even in its heyday, I mean, even, you know, people like Godin himself, who named the term, were quite dubious about Northern Soul's implicit politics. I mean, Godin himself, you know, he gave it the name, but he, and people embraced the term, but he saw it as quite reactionary, quite conservative, and also, he was he was openly critical in his journalism of the fact that, as he saw it, Northern Soul fans, as distinct from, say, London-based funk and soul fans, were not interested, say, in black politics. They were not interested in the relationships, as he saw it, between their music and the wider black freedom struggle. And, yeah, with the best win in the world, you know, being a northerner myself, you know, having grown up in the northwest of England, you know, with the best win in the world, I think you do have to say there was something conservative. Reactionary would be putting to, putting it too strongly, but there's definitely something small c conservative, and there's des- definitely something about the fact that these people on these seventies dance floors are wanting to lose themselves in a soundscape which was the product of black America at the high point of the civil rights movement, but before the militancy of, you know, black power and its articulation with funk or the kind of experiment, more experimental soul of people like Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder in the early seventies had, had really got going. 
So there definitely is a sort of escapism about it. There definitely is something conservative and, and there's something nostalgic. This is the word. There's something nostalgic about Northern Soul right from the start. And I, I would say they select records, even even from... I mean, there's a vast, vast amount of music being produced by these small and larger soul labels in the early to mid-60s and through to about 68. And Northern Soul does tend to select, even from that huge pool, a quite a specific sound. And one of the features of its sound is this sort of romantic, melancholic, nostalgic element. I mean, Nothing But A Heartache would have been a sort of nostalgic-sounding record in a way, even when it was released in 68, is what I mean. So I think that is definitely that is definitely an important part of this assemblage, this structure of feeling which is being produced by this interaction between amphetamines and huge dancehall ballroom spaces and soul music from the mid '60s at that particular time. I mean, that heartache record is one that I bought quite recently, uh, funnily enough, um, and I'm I I don't buy lots of northern soul in fact i probably buy hardly any of it but i have been buying a little bit more recently and it's probably part of just a general swerve i've experienced sort of you know again it's just a very local and personal and not interesting thing over the last uh, whether whether it's 20 years or it's intensified over five years but there's something about this basically this pre-disco period you know the, all this site let's call it psychedelic soul in particular that I, I find i'm just finding myself particularly drawn to um so you know some of this music does fit into that and i'm partly giving this winding intro to the point because uh, i feel like with when i bought the flirtations record I, I didn't buy it as a sort of record that would make people feel melancholic i mean i think when you look at soul music more generally and indeed if you look at black music more generally black music from the united states then you know a lot of the thematics are one of like you know well there's hardship um you know in in its different shapes and guises um but somehow the music is a pro is enables a processing of that yes uh, well that's a really good point see we had this conversation this interview that is going to be going out before this episode does in the main feed with emily lordy and she talks a lot about black music as a source of resilience. Well, this is the common theme. I mean, yeah, this is what Greg Tate says in um, uh, Summer of Soul. It says it, in a, you know, makes the point in a very yes, way. Uh, yes, so, for sure. Yeah. And I, but I sort of think I don't think I don't think Northern Soul. I'm being very down on Northern Soul here. I don't think it really is a soundtrack to like white working class resilience. I think it is a sort of experience of melancholy. It is an expression of melancholy in the 70s in a slightly different way. You know, it is about this experience that people are having in the this particular cohort in the 70s, this experience they're having of loss and of political defeat on some level. And it's a sort of consolation for defeat. I'm not saying, I mean, don't get me wrong, I really do enjoy Northern Soul, but also the few experiences I've had of dancing to Northern Soul for like more than half an hour at a time are that it becomes sort of sickly, it becomes sort of cloying. And there's something about these very short records that, have, that pack in this huge amount of emotional and, and I would say sort of melodrama into these very short spaces that I found sort of emotionally exhausting. I mean, it's a bit like I'm sort of in my I'm suddenly thinking that you know the sort of twelve the sort of twelve minute disco epic that I would prefer normally 
compared to the sort of two and a half minute Northern Soul record. I mean, it's a bit like the difference between a, a grand Beethoven symphony and a sort of lush, but, you know, comparatively, you know, by comparison, you know, arguably sort of a less substantial, you know, Baroque, Baroque concerto from a few decades earlier. There's something about, there's something about that comparison there. And, um, yeah, and I find it sort of exhausting, and I and I find it sort of sickly, and I find, and I do find like after listening to it for too long that the, that kind of I mean, it, you know, it's a bit, it's like it's it's a bit like watching soap operas over and over again. I feel like I'm being sort of emotionally manipulated in a way that doesn't really go anywhere. It just becomes sort of circular. So is is escapism one thing that you thought that Northern Soul was? Well, it's, sort of it's, a bit, it's a bit different from nostalgia, isn't it? Obviously. Well, I, well, it, well nostalgia, it's escape into a past. It's escape into a past, which you cannot recapture in real life and in everyday life. 